keep coming back i can't even explain to you how fucking excited i am today i have been anxiously waiting for this interview and it is finally here and now i am dying inside christina tell me how you feel right now i am jubilant and i know that you're like but you don't look it and you know my daughter has croup and I'm on muscle relaxers. So this is, this is my happy face. You can't, if you could only see the amount of excitement that is just brimming. Oh my God. It's like inside of her. It's just radiating off of me in waves. I'm so excited about this interview because he's just amazing. So like, at least we think it's a he, we don't really know. No, we confirmed, we confirmed. Oh, we did confirm. We okay, did confirm. Yes. Okay. So, this who is it? It's definitely a he. It is Ash Eric Moore. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Smash ass Dace Eric. Smarsh. Smarsh Eric Sharts. Barty Mc. Smash butt. No, that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. We, like, we, 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 we don't even know who Smarsh really is. But I'm pretty sure that he and I were in love in a past life. Mm. Um, in this life, I am in love with and married to a gorgeous Spaniard. But in a past life, I'm 100% sure I was the lady love of Smash Brains, Eric Boobs. And I think I was a servant. So I was in there. <laughs> you can't get away from me. I'm like herpes. Can't get away from me. <laughs> Even in your little fantasy, I'm still right there. <laughs> That's the only way I want it to be because if I ever lose you, I'll die. Over now I'm here. and I'm over here. and over again. I'll just keep coming in we the next not, life. In the next we life. are not codependent in any way, shape, no, or form no, for none. two people mm-hmm. who have actually never met in real life. Nope. nope. Mm-hmm. But if you leave me, I swear to God, I'll kill myself. Well... <laughs> I'm sorry, that was very out of pocket. <laughs> That's when our, we start getting... Out of pocket and unacceptable, I am sorry. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's... Look, it's Saturday. I'm high. Like, you look fancy with your curls. Oh, yes, I told you it's date night. So, I mean, you like... You tell them about Ash, though, right? <laughs> well, I mean, they're gonna... They're going to see him or hear yeah. him very soon. So, that's you know, true. that's true. It's not about all about him, you know? No, I mean, we're beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't look, I don't look like such a dumpster fire today. So I will take that for today. You never look like a dumpster fire. You you're so nice. Stop. You're so nice. You're just prepping for next Christmas and you're smart to do that. I'm not. 
I mean every word I say. I have never, I have never verbalized a falsity in my entire life, nor have I ever been wrong. Hmm. So that just really scared me. <laughs> All right. So I guess, I guess we'll get back to Ash if we have to. Changing the subject. I'm so good at that. I'm so good at segues. Moving on. So Mr. Eric Moore if I may call him that, lives in Kent, England, by the seaside. He rarely leaves the house, a hermit by any other name. He lives on a council estate. Hiding. I don't even know what that means. Hiding from everyone. (sighs) Seen once in the shadow of a wildlife documentary. I'm reading this because this is just so much. Many dubious articles have been offered and attempts to prove the existence of Eric Moore, including anecdotal claims of visual observations as well as alleged video and audio recording photographs and casts of large footprints and you know what they say about men with large footprints oh i'm here for it they have by the way he has killed over 200 people yes he is the founder of eric Eric morian church of splatterology of which we both are devote followers followers yes yes Yes, it's a cult, and I am, I am so into it. You're so ready to sacrifice yourself for this cult, and I'm oh, just over yeah. here like, oh yeah. I'm like, I'd like to see the, I'd like to see your sources, sir. Also, uh, he can rarely identify an ass from an elbow, and he's a dingus. <laughs> he's a dingus. See, since it's probably even more important to include for this episode. Do you want to give the people our standard warning? (laughs) I feel like this is going to be fun, guys. So be prepared. With with every episode, let's do trigger warnings, content warnings, spoilers. Um, There will be language that will be used that you may not be comfortable with, as well as topics. Um, A lot of Ash's stuff is very heavy with sexual assault. Um, Minors. So if you're not comfortable with certain triggers this may not be the episode for you and we'll see you in see episode six yeah we're um, not sure that those things are going to come up but they put, could potentially oh come they up. will i'm going to be talking about so them this guy has written like a million and ten books oh, you're such an exaggerator you know it's only a million and nine God, uh, yeah well he has one coming yeah and he just <laughs> he just had one come out yesterday or the day before yeah, well, and, and that was like his second one in seven days. Because on yeah. the tenth, so just so you all know, we are recording this on January fifteenth. Mm-hmm. On January tenth, he released yep. Candy Boy, which mm-hmm. is book number seven in the Smalls Family series, which actually and the final is on my and the final of the original Smalls Family series. And then he, what did he drop? Uh, Flesh and Pleasure two, which. Yes. The acronym is FAP, which is hilarious to me. This motherfucker. Constant. 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 All right. It never never does. And he's got another one. He's got another one coming out. I'm going to say on the 22nd called Brute. Maybe it's February 22nd. Let me check my notes. But while I check my notes, Marion, what have you been reading? 
Oh, well, basically, I've been reading Eric more books, quite honestly. <laughs> I, uh, so over the last few days, I, um, of course, you know, I did Candy Boy. It's so good. The tractor. Says, the tractor oh my scene. God. It's just a great way to wrap up the the original seven Smalls Brothers series. And then um now I feel like I can say this because this episode will probably air a week or two after this book actually drops, which and it drops on Valentine's Day. Christina. <laughs> oh, fun. It drops on Valentine's Wait a Day. <laughs> and it is the first of the Smalls family like adventures, I guess. But it's mm-hmm. kind of a spin-off on the Smalls and it features their the Smalls brothers cousin who yep. is the first female Smalls family member and she is called Valentine. Um, but her actual name is Marion. That's so and... weird. That's so weird. <laughs> and I'm super, I'm excited. super excited. I'm so excited to read this. Because... I had a chance to read it last night. It's going Godless tomorrow for review. And I cannot tell you, I have never, I, probably the last time I was this happy was when I held my babies in my arms for the first so it's like you're holding your baby again yes. your baby by ash Eric and when i say that it is a fucking hoot and that it was absolutely thoroughly entertaining and amazing it is not just because i got a character with my name on it uh it it, it just was it it's like every other freaking smalls book and i love them all and i'm just so honored to be part of it that's so exciting. I can't so, wait yeah, to check it out. Go to Godless. Also, um, the first seven books are going to be released in a collection, <laughs> I think in February. And yes. Yeah. Um, uh February or March. That will actually be available in paperback. So you should be able to gank that off of Amazon as well. And and who blurbed that? Oh, oh, the mothers of fucking mayhem blurbed that badass collection. <laughs> Wooded violence and the armor <laughs> and tractor torture. Tractor torture. That's like the one thing that stuck with me is the tractor torture. Hey girl, we all got our kinks. What have you been reading? <laughs> oh my gosh, what have I not been reading? Um trigger warning mm. coming from Madness Heart Press. Um, with an introduction with Chandler Morrison. And if you guys did not see our announcement. We will be interviewing Mr. Chandler Morrison very soon. So I would definitely watch the YouTube version of that because you're going to see me either throw up or pass out or both. Either way, it's going to be really entertaining. It's going to be fun. But this is really good. Like Matt Hinshaw, who's really kind of exploded on the godless scene. And he's such a great supporter of indie horror. He has one in there and it's like, it's like a commercial for um a funeral home but it's like a really fucked up kind of it's a very cool I don't know how oh. he did it it's the coolest and Jay Wilborn Wilburn's in there oh, which Jay. yeah so I'm pretty excited I'm starting um Abhorrent Faith 
Yes, I by just Mr. Baltusberger. Yeah. And then I am rereading all of the fucking scumbags burn in hell series for the um, paperback release next month in February. Pre-ordered. We can't wait till they land on oh, our doorsteps. I, I pre-ordered the day of. I, I was have like, used to read Ryan Harding's final installment in fucking scumbags until I actually have the paperback in my hand. Really? It's so good. It's so good. I just, I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to savor this. I'm just going to wait. And real quick, can you go back mm-hmm. to Matthew Henshaw? Please. So I would just like to say a little about this gentleman. Number one, like Christina said, nicest guy in the Sweetest. world. Sweetheart. He just appeared on the scene at the end of 2021. He is like November. Out. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was during. It was three family portraits, which was yes, thirty-one days of God yes, is. October. Okay. This man is incredibly talented. Yes, he is banging out these short stories, short novellas that are fucking brilliant, and yeah. he writes body horror. Um. And bizarro, like bizarro body horror, better than, I, I mean, he's up there with Matt Clark. Mm. Um, I think he has potential to go the route of Carlton Mellick. Like, oh, yeah. he, what he, he's just amazing. So if you have not read any of Matthew Henshaw's work, we cannot encourage you enough to go to Godless and get them. They are super short. So, of course, you're looking at like 50 cent offerings. All of them are. But They're either 50 he, cents or free. He is a talent to be watched. Like, yeah. holy F. He's and he does, um, he does like an offshoot of Godless Angels um, randomly too, where he'll like pick one of the authors and attach like a $50 gift card for them to help get their voices out there. Kind of like I do. If people don't know, I do Godless Angels. Um, and we just do it to amplify voices and to kind of get the stuff into more people's hands, especially if you're paying 50 cents for something and you right. can win 25 bucks or 50 bucks. Like shoot. Yeah. Right. $25, $50 on Godless can keep you going for six months. It. I buy my own personal gift card every month of $31 and it takes me through the whole month. Yeah. So for $31, you can pretty much get every single thing in their category catalog for that month yeah which is fascinating yeah and sometimes others because you're like I've got two dollars left well funny enough that could be anywhere from four to six books so do it do it (laughs) well my darling darling, yes dear yes dear should we bring Ars Macklemore into the zoom room (laughs) I'm so ready I'm so ready (laughs) Darlings, here we go. We'll be back in a moment. All right. We are back and we have a guest. A guest. Look at that handsome face. Look at that guy. Look at that guy. Who is this person? We don't know. (laughs) We don't actually know. What is your name, sir? Ash Eric Moore. Ash Eric Moore, one of my 
my favorite people in the whole world. Thank you so much for doing this. This is the first time Ash has agreed to do any interviews with anyone. So we feel like super privileged right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you gave us a bio and we shared that bio with the people. Do you want to introduce yourself and provide any extra information? Uh, No, not really. Um, (laughs) I I really don't like talking about myself. So if we could just talk about other people for the next hour, that'd be cool. Yeah, no. We'll just throw random random tidbits about you as we talk about others. How about Uh, that? Yeah, okay. Now, I'm a writer. I, I write whatever vomits out of my head uh and it's always disgusting and i did count earlier and i've already forgotten but i think i've written something like 38 books uh in the last two years and uh hi why don't you ask your first question right so So, kids, we already explained, like, the rundown of the questions and stuff to Ash before we came on camera, and um, if you've been listening to us, you already know how this bullshit goes. So, yeah, um, you said 38 books in, 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 in two years. 18 months, actually, but yeah, close enough. 18, 18 months. A yeah. Year and a half. That, yeah. that is a difference. Um. <laughs> Right. So basically, such a big difference. You knock out books like it's no fucking big deal, and we're talking multiple books a month. Like in the intro, we just talked about the fact that you just dropped Candy Boy, and then you mm-hmm. just dropped another book yesterday. Like within what four days of each other, mm-hmm. you do yeah. nothing but cause me pain. <laughs> brain pain. Brain pain. How, how do you do this? How how do you do this? Like. Uh, is writer's block like ever an issue for you? And 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 my other question regarding you know the speed at which you're cranking out these novellas, like, um, are you actually really one person, or are you just three raccoons in a trench coat? Uh, well, actually, I'm two hundred squirrels in a bear suit. <gasps> That's a I whole different it. story. That is a I whole different it. story. I knew it. Didn't I call it? I called it. Everything, I knew it. Everything makes, <laughs> I knew everything it. makes so much more sense now. This no. is like the shortest interview in history. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just me. Uh, I, 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 do, uh, I do it all myself as well. I do all my own editing and my book covers and my formatting. Um, and that's why the books probably don't make sense sometimes um but no it's just me uh yes i i do get uh uh stuck sometimes and i'll go for uh two or three days and not be able to write anything uh what can i say when when i am writing i'll do uh, two to three thousand words an hour uh and i i i tell I put in my newsletter uh, that went out last week that I'm always working and I am always working. So when I'm sitting uh, watching TV, I, I've usually got a plot in the back of my head and I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about that. And so consequently, yeah, I'll put down two or 3,000 words and it's usually fairly usable. So, yeah, in an evening, I can put down 
sometimes 10,000 words. Um, and, and that's how I get it out. That's, that's how I get, get that quantity of words out. And I also go for quantity over quality. So if I just write enough, eventually everybody will accidentally read me at least once. That's a great, I like that. I know. I mean, that's I like a that. totally decent strategy. Um, my it really follow is. Up, my follow-up question um, to that answer is what drugs are you on? Uh, all of them. <laughs> nice. Nice. Muscle relaxer here, friend. Uh, Muscle relaxer. Can you DM me later and give me a concise list because I'm interested. Uh, I have to take things like melatonin. Otherwise, I just lay in bed and think about books all night. I can, so, I, can, I, I, can, I can see how that would be the case. Yeah. I, I'm a little gobsmacked right now, quite honestly. Yeah, I'm taking notes. Like I'm, you're like, your brain is going so fast and constantly just creating content. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, this is my, when my workspace. Uh, it's an oubliette in the attic. Um, but I've got a blackboard on this side of me and I've got a whiteboard on this side of me. And they're covered in in all sorts of notes. I mean, if you see these things, there'll be books on there that I won't write for six or eight months from now. Um, I've got pads everywhere. I've got pads all over my desk. I've got everything. It's just piles of work. It's all work. I don't do anything else. I have no life. Help me. Okay. <laughs> Blink twice. Blink twice if you need help. So, so you are a full-time author. You don't have, like, another job that you have to handle or deal with. Like, this is... This is your life. This is what you do. Like, this is your 24-7. No, I've got 40 hour a week as well. Yeah. Sorry. Do you work, again, not trying to delve too deep into personal details, but just to help me understand, like, do you work from home? Like, uh, is that I, how you manage, like, the, the, the balance? I'm working from home at the moment uh, because of a variety of different things. But, no, I work from uh, a, a out elsewhere in an office so I, well i feel like the laziest motherfucker on the planet thanks <laughs> thanks a lot i am so sorry that i just keep asking questions but like, no um, no like, okay, this so is this is think, new this is everything no so, go go uh, so, mine are boring so you take melatonin <laughs> to sleep but like how many hours do you actually sleep right this is this is the the registered nurse in me like starting to be like okay um uh, <laughs> how many hours do you actually sleep I, I get eight or nine hours a week a week, a week. <laughs> <laughs> no I, you know uh, i i do i do work a lot um but no i i have a life as well wow i well i feel I'm so lazy. Like, I just feel lazy. I feel so... I'm lazy. Wow. You're not lazy. You're not That's lazy. A... I've got a problem. <laughs> I've got a problem, too. It's called sitting on the couch being I lazy. I was going to say, don't we all? Don't we all? That's lazy. my problem, friends. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have a job. I... Christina. I don't. Christina, you have a job. You are a full-time mother. Ew, no, I'm not. I send those women <laughs> to school all the time. Bye. You're somebody else's problem now. Then I come back and work on podcast stuff. That's not what I do. Yeah, that's, that's actually just so, like just so you all know, like Christina is like seventy percent of this podcast. 
you. Uh, it, it's, just, it's, it's, it's hard work running a house. <laughs> it's, and this house is like twice the size of our old house. So like, I'm still getting used to like, just the square footage is insane, but you know, enough about me, all about you. I want to know all about you. I am not important. Yeah, I am not. I'm not yes, important, sir. Yes, you are. Hit him with a question, girlfriend. I'm, because I have, my, my brain question, has so many. <laughs> like, Mary and I were talking, again, there's nothing about you. So, like, I've, nobody knows anything. So, we can hit you with, like, the most asked questions, and they're all new. So, my question, my first one is, who are your literary influences? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sad face. Oh, dang. <laughs> That's like the easiest uh, question. <laughs> no, it's not. I, see, I, uh, I, 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 I saw on, on your episode two that you talked about <laughs> uh, mandatory reading in school. Um, when, uh, I'm assuming they still have mandatory reading here, and I have no idea what they read at the moment, but I had to do uh, Lord of the Flies. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. uh and Macbeth and Dickens. They they mm-hmm. were what I had to what I had to read. So I I started with them. Uh and oh god, when I was when I was a child, I used to read uh the little vampire series by oh, the yeah. German yeah, uh Angela Sommer Boddenberg. Um so that that's probably my earliest well actually my earliest horror is Megan Mogg. Uh which is for very, very small children. It's about a witch with a cat and an owl. I can't remember much about it because it is for five-year-olds. Um, but I've got that. And, and then there's a blur where I didn't read very much. Uh, and I've, I've read Stephen King and I've read Clive Barker. And they all influence a bit somewhere. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I, I can't sit there. Everyone always goes, oh, well, I'm going to point at Stephen King. Well, I mm-hmm. can't because I've read two or three Stephen King books and they were all right. His writing's good. What more can I say? I've read some Clive Barker. I got halfway through, I'm not going to say which one of his books, but I got halfway through one of his books and went, oh, I can't be asked with this. Um, yeah, I've seen the film of that book and it's 10 sequels. May have given away which book <laughs> I'm talking about there. And I love them. I, I just there's no there's no big squishy thing I can point at to say well mm-hmm. that's what I've done and that's what I love I didn't even read Splatterpunk or Extreme Horror until two years ago mm-hmm. I, I didn't even know what it was I'd seen Colton Mellick about and looked at his covers and his titles and gone well it's stupid I'm not reading that and <laughs> I just dismissed that and mm-hmm. I, and then I just sort of read some bits and pieces and went, oh, this is kind of ridiculous fun. I want to do this. And so, I don't know. I mean, at the moment, I'm reading Sean Hudson and uh, Edward Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed- Edward Lee's my, my literary husband now. Um, <laughs> someone probably should tell him that. Uh, we'll make sure he gets the message. Well, yeah, we'll have his, our people call his people. <laughs> um and yeah i now read I, I now read splatterpunk and extreme horror widely 
Um, uh, thanks a lot to, to Godless making some of it mm-hmm. more accessible because I found that I have no boundaries with what I read. Um, I, I do have boundaries for what I write, but I don't with what I read. I'm quite happy to read anything at all. Um, so, yeah, there's there's no literary influence that I could just point at. I mean, it's much easier for me to point at films. They go, oh, that and that and that. Mm-hmm. They've all, all right. shaped me artistically. Yes. Well, give us that information. I, I, prior to really getting back into reading, because there was also a long period of time where I was not able to read the way I currently do. And I filled that time with horror films. And I've always been an avid horror movie film cult band extreme collector. So I'm very curious to know, based on, you know, what I've read from you, what are those films? Who are those filmmakers? Uh, from a horror point of view, I, I'm classic horror all the way. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Hellraiser. Um, uh, Friday Hellraiser, the 13th. Hellraiser 2 is one of my all-time favorite movies. I, I, I love Hellraiser 2. I love, I love Clive Barker's... Okay. Um, first two Hellraisers, and to be honest, Judgment, which was the, the last one, like 11. I have all of them in the, yeah, the puzzle. Yeah. Um, I, I, films just sort of molded me. Uh, uh, in the Mouth of Madness by John Carpenter. Um, I, I was such a hipster, but that was my favourite horror film before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and it's, I mean, it's a film about writing horror. Uh, and it bends dimensions and I mean Sam Neill's obviously fantastic oh my god <laughs> uh, uh, and it just it, it just makes you want to go oh yeah, I can do that and yeah. hurl yourself at a demonic typewriter <laughs> just missing that one piece yeah so you know I mean it's it, it's all there if you look at I, I've got a relatively large DVD collection um and it's nearly all horror it's just like hundreds and hundreds of horror films uh, and that's me. I'm just, I'm just a big squishy pile of, of horror thing. <laughs> that is 100% relatable. <laughs> I think Christina and I are both right there with y'all. <laughs> Except for horror films. I am the biggest wuss bag when it comes to horror films. I, I just don't understand. Can, I know. I can read anything you want me to read, but like what was I watching? I was watching something with my husband and I literally had to keep covering my eyes because it was just too much for me. I am a wuss bag. So bad. I can't deal with blood. I can't deal with like, I I can't do um, nail trauma or teeth. (gasps) Oh God. I can't do nails, eyes, nails and eyes, nails and eyes. I, that's uh, where I draw my line. I oh, echoes, <laughs> echoes. I it's not even like one of the greatest horror movies ever, but it's, it's a decent movie. But I cannot watch it because there's one scene that involves a nail, and I'm like, nope, I will never watch it again. I can even I can handle animals better oh. than I can handle nails. Kill animals all day. They don't bother me at all. <laughs> Just no, I'm no. that bitch who's like, why are you complaining about the animals dying? It's horror. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable. And then I'm like, but don't you dare touch that person's eyes or nails or I will fucking find you and kill you in your goddamn sleep. <laughs> Dead on. Dead on. 
friend. Um, having to come to know you a little bit more on just like a friendly level, I have learned about you that you are you're generally a peacekeeper. You're not a very like conflict oriented or like violence oriented person as in who you are as your personality so what your books are ridiculously violent (laughs) is that is right do you think writing is your way of venting those more subversive thoughts and feelings like what made horror your thing and where Mm. does all of this imagery come from I don't know at all. Um, That's it, okay too. Honesty, yeah. It, it's just there. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we've all had a bad day at work and come home and gone, oh, I think that person's going to die horribly. And, <laughs> you know, we, we've written that or we've written that about somebody who said something to us online that we didn't like or, or you know, whatever. But uh, I don't know. Um <laughs> <laughs> Hello, tiny child. Um, bap him away. Bap him away. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he can't hear anything. Don't worry. He can't hear anything. Um, uh, I've I forgotten what I was talking oh, about. Oh, I'm I, sorry. I, I don't know. <laughs> Damn it, Clark. Um, it's all Clark's fault. The yeah, horror. I, I, where the horror comes from. I, uh, what, what I am is, is nothing like what's on the page. Um, I'm, I am completely harmless. Uh, in so much as, you know, anybody can be. Um, but I don't know, just the the ability to think up things that you can do with knives and just things you can jab them in and um, things you can do to people. It's just fun. It's just fun. And so that's why most of it's comedy. Oh, and it's such good comedy. <laughs> well, that's, and it's well, funny that's, that you... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying, that's funny that you mentioned, because you do a lot of dark comedy. Like, I was listening to um, Sick Fucks, and when I tell you that I was laughing out loud, and my husband was like, oh, what are you listening to? And I was like, Sick Fucks, Sloppy Seconds. And he's like, what the it's wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) just the title alone but you have a way of taking a very dark heavy scene like um I think it's the second one I read them back to back so correct me if I'm wrong here the second one with the little boy oh yes yes for some odd reason I mean it's horrific you place little tidbits in there where you're laughing while this little boy is killed and you can't help but laugh and it kind of makes you kind of question yourself while you're listening to this how you can laugh at something but you put it in there so brilliantly some of that's RJ Bailey because he's got a voice like butter and I don't think Mm -hmm. I can imagine anybody else doing those words it's good Um, he's good he is fantastic uh i mean kids what are you gonna do um uh, i I don't have children for a reason (laughs) i've had many no sorry uh (laughs) i've had many many uh no i I mean yeah i i and a lot of it is a very british sense of humor it is so 
uh, I know that several people have commented to me online that my books are disgusting and vile and I shouldn't be allowed out in public. And Those yeah, are if, bitches. We'll, find, yes, we'll hunt them down, don't worry. But we'll hunt them down. If you take what I've written on face value and if you're one of those people that thinks the author is anything like what they write, then mm -hmm. yes, I probably should have been locked up a long time ago. Right. I mean, you've only got my P.O. box address. I could be recording this from a cell. <laughs> right. Wow, that's a I really nice cell. I don't know how. I you know what? Everybody else's nice. everybody else's <laughs> prisons are better than the U.S. So I, know, I can right? I can see it. <laughs> I can definitely see like the cushy chair and this, you know, the laptop, whatever you're working on here Some in America. Babies. Yeah, you know, <laughs> babies. Little well, babies kind of to offshoot off of this like one of your greatest and most well-known sequences occurs in the fourth smalls family book bliss mm. and it involves adam smalls using cellophane tape to attach actual living babies to his body as armor yes. <laughs> what the armor. fuck did that come from? <laughs> I, no one was more surprised than me i wrote myself i, I wrote myself into a corner and I got him up, I think, onto the floor above, and he grabbed the pile of drugs and ran downstairs. And I went, oh, no, I'm only halfway through this book. Uh, I've got to do something exciting and bizarre. So, hence, the baby suit was born. It is 100% my most favorite thing I've ever read. In the life. imagery. <laughs> the, like, uh, again, you know that these babies are going to die and you're laughing the whole time because not you know. Not all not, not Backy. Not Backy. But not my boy Backy. My sweet but angel it, baby. But I mean, having, like, knowing what is going to happen to these little babies and still, like, giggling through it. Oh my god! I, was I, I don't know my how. Ass off. I was yeah. laughing so hard, I was crying because of the imagery. And I'm a mommy, like, yeah. and I'm a lawnmower. Normally, mom, I'm like, like super. I'm like super. Like, don't fuck with the babies. <laughs> but oh my god, I was dying. It was the best. What happens if one of those babies were going to grow up to be Hitler? Like, it's okay. Exactly. You know? All, all, all of them were Hitlers. They were so it's okay, Hitlers. except for Becky. <laughs> Oh, and that's what he survived. That's my boy, Becky. <laughs> and we did warn people that there would be spoilers. So it's not, it's not going to be, it's not well, going to be a surprise. You know, when I talk about Small's family for Bliss, um, I basically sell it to people by saying, mm -hmm. oh, there's baby armor. Like, yeah. dude tapes babies to himself as armor. <laughs> like hello <laughs> that's like a great selling point for it a dur <laughs> go ahead christina i i i i'll let you take you know what? <laughs> i've only got i've got one more question and my biggest question is being the international man of mystery that you are do you keep a lot about yourself I mean, pretty much everything about yourself, like completely out of the sight of your fans and your readers on purpose, like because of like your job or is it just, you kind of don't want to let that part of yourself out. 
I swear to God, if I get that sad fucking octopus one more time. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking. He's putting. I like it. I like it. I like think. We like it. Ah! <laughs> um, yes. Yes. No. I. 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 I just. I just want to be. I want to be Ash as Ash is to everybody online, rather than I've had all this time to think of an answer. Um, <laughs> r- rather than try and hide anything else, um, I, I just want to be Ash the writer. So that's that's what I I am, and that's what I let out. So um, I kind of dig that. Like as a reader, I love that. I love even though it's frustrating from a like research standpoint as a reader, I, I love it. I don't, I don't know anything about you. I don't know if like you're, you know, a serial killer and you're writing your books and you know, you're leaving clues or if you're, you know, I mean, there's so many directions that we as readers and fans can go. And I think that that's kind of cool. If you ever speak to me privately, so in DM or anything like that, I, I'm completely different. I'm completely open. Yeah. Um, I was talking to someone the other day who I only know through my writing, and we talked for a couple of hours. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I know more about her, and she knows more about me. And it was a completely different experience. But I, I, I know from some of my interactions that some of the people that I, I am speaking to are wackos. Um, and I don't need them knowing where I live or yeah. what I do for a living because, right. you know, people, people are assholes. It is you extreme. No, not everyone, just generally <laughs> speaking. Right, right. Well, not only that, but, you know, obviously we don't know what you do for a job, but I mean, if somebody in your job would get their hands on something that, you know, that could cause problems. I don't know. I mean, in America, you know. It could be a problem, but I don't know about in England. If my board of directors uh, got a hold of what I was writing, there would probably be words. Yeah. Interesting. And that's so sad because... There would probably be words. (laughs) But I think that that's sad because... It is sad. Not being able to separate, because that's something Marianne and I can do very easily, is separate authors from their books. Um, so I just, I always find it odd when readers are like, well, I don't like, I think this person is, you know, this because of how they write. And it's like, but do you know this person? Exactly. It's it's all about persona. And, you know, I think with writing, I don't know if you would agree with this, Ash, but I think as a writer, your subconscious really is one of the larger parts of your psyche that's involved mm. in making that story happen right oh, absolutely <laughs> so I, subconsciously i do want to do these things person. <laughs> right <laughs> and with the the amount of content that you are putting out and yeah. at the speed with which you are doing that like I, it's impressive <laughs> to say the least and you know right? you said you said quantity over quality but I think that you're wrong there because your quality is dead on 
I, I do try uh, to make sure I'm putting out a better product than standard. That but that's the thing. It's not you, very high on Amazon. <laughs> but you are. And I think like what you said, you know, eventually so many people are going to read you because, you know, I didn't know. And like the second I found this out, I immediately DM'd Marion. I'm like, he has a post-apocalyptic series. And like, I don't think you understand. That's like, that's my jam. That's my bread and butter. I love that. That's, you haven't read it yet. That's, I have not. And it doesn't matter. It's you. And that's what's so funny is I had no idea. Because there are so many options for you. Like yeah. we keep up with the small series and I try, I try to keep up with all your new releases, but they just keep popping in my Kindle. Uh, and I'm, I'm just like. I'm sorry. Sometimes I've had months where I've had four titles out. Yes. That is yes. true. <laughs> and then you have we? yeah because he has another one coming out uh brute correct on the 10th yeah. of february uh, uh no it comes out on the oh. 13th of february because valentine comes out on the 10th ah but but then i in have March, my date wrong what i do is i release my amazon novellas every four weeks so i release oh. 13 a year but on godless i release on the 10th of every month but the problem is, is both in February and March this year, they both fall on the same day. So I'll have two releases on the 10th of February and two releases on the 10th of March. Well, thank God I've already read one of them. <laughs> book stress. <laughs> this, is, this gentleman is the reason why we're book stressed. Yeah, right? How am I uh, supposed to keep up? <laughs> so if that's he's out here working the... 40 hours a week and he's banging out like five brand new books every seven days i'm working 40 hours a week and i can't read one goddamn book like <laughs> you know work and i can barely do it uh, but that's Christ. the thing it's i mean you're looking at what is it 25 24 25 books this year alone uh, I'll do those 25, which will be the Godless 12 and the 13 on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would expect probably that there'll be two or three audiobooks as well. And then anything else that I come out with in the meantime, I've got uh, a series of three books. They're only short uh, novelettes that I'm writing uh, that will come out on Godless. Um, but they'll come out on the same day. I'm going to release all three of them in one go. So on that day, there'll be three books. Um, uh, now I feel like he's just fucking with us, Christina. I, I, I can <laughs> tell you, if you want, I can, uh, I can tell you the, the name of the first book in the series, uh-huh. um, which only one other person in the world knows. Um, and I don't know when this is going to get to air, but I doubt that will have been released by then. Mm. The first book in the series is called Cunt in a Coffee Shop. And it's Love it. a trilogy uh, that's slightly different to anything I've written before. Um, it's about a man with no moral boundaries Ooh. in a world that he can get away with it in. So it's like the smalls, but far, far sillier. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Is there an idea of when it's going to come out? 
Uh, no, because I want to try and build it in with everything else I'm doing. Okay. And there's so much going on at the moment. I've got, <laughs> I've got stuff coming out my ears, um, which I won't bore you with all the details, all of my up and coming stuff. Yes, Boris. <laughs> I was like, who's this us that you're talking about? Because it's not these two. Well, obviously, I've got uh, the small series uh, season two, I think, is people are generally calling it, uh, starting <laughs> with Valentine. Uh, I've got uh, two more planned after that. Uh, one I'm going to start writing next week, which will be March's release, uh, which uh, is going to be about Mama's Noise. Um, that's about an elderly lady um oh my god i can't wait to meet her uh and then oh i've god. got um uh, the, the the series that i've just mentioned um i'm in process writing with another author at the moment uh in a collaboration for a, a book that uh oh, we're to editing and we're working covers at the moment so that's probably going to come out in a few weeks um, can you give us a hint on who you're writing with gotcha gotcha it was worth a shot it was worth a shot i i will take that sad octopus this time because it was worth trying she 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 is a stunningly good author Um, she she. we got a she uh and uh i'm extremely lucky to be able to work with her and she's driving force behind this and uh yeah i'm super excited I'm super excited. If she if she says who I think she's going to say, <laughs> uh, it's probably. I won't wrong. say it. I won't say it. I won't say okay. it. Now, but I have you ideas. Don't, don't, I don't don't ideas. <laughs> um, I, I've got. Uh, we'll I'm in the middle. Of, okay. Um, I'm in the middle of writing another novel. Uh, I've plotted uh, the final part, I think, of Empty Earth, which is the post-apocalyptic thing. Um, uh, oh, it goes on. It goes on. I, also, I'm writing erotica now uh, under the name Smash Ass Eric Face. Apparently, hot. That's just a hot name. Like, um, and Marianne can laugh, but I will send you the link when it's available. Oh Pre-order. my god! I can't wait. <laughs> Excitement. Because there's a horror erotica category as well. And a comedy erotica category. Oh. I mean, I've had trouble. I've had trouble because the the Zon like to put my books in erotica for some reason. And I go back to them and go, what are you doing? Take it out and put it in horror. And they're like, no, it's got sex in it. And I'm like, have you read the sex in it? Really? (laughs) It's not. (laughs) It's not hot. And if it is hot for you, then this is not gonna. You just. I, I have spoken to a couple of people that have said that it, it it's for them. Wow. Uh, and uh, they're all men, which doesn't surprise me. Well, they're serial killers. Uh... Yes, apparently. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so yes, there's cool. a lot on at the moment, and uh, oh, so bless. my kids are now homeschooled. Thank you. How they can't even go to school anymore. So you were talking about audiobooks. Is there anything in the world? Because I love your audiobooks. I think that they are so perfect for audio format. 
the next one is going to be sick three. Oh, there's um, another one. I'm so excited. Which, Guys, if you haven't read this series or heard this series, you need to. This is phenomenal. I'm currently working on, but sorry, I forgot. That's something else I'm working on. Uh, and RJ hasn't got that yet, but he's uh, he wants the uh, the book, the audio book to come out the same day as the uh, Kindle edition. So we are aiming for a specific date that I'm not going to mention in case I miss it by a clear mile. Gotcha, gotcha. This is well, my one problem. I can't shuffle things when I'm working with other people. Right. Yeah. Because you're uh, you're on their timetable too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I'm excited. I'm excited because Alex is such a fun, insane character. Like he just, you really grow to like him, and that's such an odd thing to say about his character and what he does you kind of always root for him you do which is weird because he is a psychotic right it's the lovable asshole it's the the lovable antagonist you know because he he gets himself you just can't help yourself (laughs) he gets in these situations and you're like he's got to get out of this like he's just got to because you know you want more I don't know. Have you heard it on audio yet, Mar- Marion? I haven't heard it yet. Oh, I have not so heard it yet. Good. And they're only like, I think they're like $5, under $5. On Audible? On Audible, oh, yeah. yeah. I'll have to get them. Absolutely. Because I got both of them at the same time. I was like, yes, yes, we got to have these. <laughs> I'd, I'd put them on sale for you, but for whatever reason, Audible choose their own pricing. Really? So yeah. You can't set your price on Audible. They do it for you. That's fascinating. Yeah, because I always wonder. Because it's just—it seems so um, random. They do. That they assigned different works. I'm—I'm yeah. I'm just very curious to know what their algorithm is there, because that's—that's odd. Knowing that is a real mind bender. <laughs> but it's also a positive because yours are extremely affordable, unlike <laughs> some of the other guys that. So I try to get as many as I possibly can because I don't have enough to read or enough to do. <laughs> I just have to, I'm literally a book hoarder. Like I have probably, I've got about 300 audiobooks. That's, That's nothing. <laughs> I, can't, I can't talk about, I can't talk about my Kindle list. It's like, I think I'm approaching 800 oh on my God. Kindle right oh now. Oh my God. I, I, I might <laughs> Be up there with you, and one fourth of those are yours. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, smash ass! <laughs> it just <laughs> Well, you know what, children? Before we wear this guy out too much, we're gonna take mm-hmm. a quick break because it's time for the ad zone, bitches. We'll be right back. Bye. Hey kids, looking for a way to affordably access the best and wildest independent extreme horror currently in existence? Godless Horrors is the place to be. 
go to www.godless.com to gain access to thousands of extreme horror and splatterpunk books from the genre's best and brightest independent authors. Godless Horrors offers every title in their catalog in a variety of formats to ensure compatibility with your favorite digital reading device. Strapped for cash? No worries. Godless has a fantastic collection of free titles ready for instant download, with other titles in their collection rarely exceeding $3 to $4. Again, go to www.godless.com or download the app and tell them what the fuck you're looking for. Come join the Godless tribe today. Forever delightfully deviant. Forever Godless. All right, all right, all right. Ash, Eric Moore, it is time. It is time for you to face the rapid fire four. Christina, tell them all about it. Four questions, four answers, zero time to think ahead. We'll need an answer immediately or you will face certain death. Have you seen Labyrinth? Yes. I do that. I do that. Is that one of the questions? I do do that. (laughs) No, it's not. It should be. It's, it's just my explanation that I do that damn joke every would, fucking episode. <laughs> would, would you like me to quote it to you? Oh my god! Uh-huh. Um, we could probably do the whole movie together. Because I already mentioned the oubliette that I work in. Um, so, uh, yeah. I love that movie so much. And again, I haven't seen that in forever. We will talk later. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Christina's going to go first. Hit him. All right. What, which of your characters do you identify with the most and why? Uh, Adam, because he's less of a psychotic than everybody else. Great. I love Um, that because Adam's my favorite. And I've got Becky. Exactly. That makes sense. That makes sense. I, I I don't I I don't relate to my characters. I it would it would make me weird if I did. Um, <laughs> Good answer. They, they've they've all got <laughs> a bit. They've all got a bit of me in them. <laughs> um, I suppose because haven't all characters got their authors in them? But oh yeah. No, <laughs> I mean I, I don't I don't relate to any of them. Uh, a lot of them will will do things if 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 I was in their position. That's what I'd do. Um, I don't know. That sounds even worse. Um, no, no, we nothing. Understand. I have we get nothing you. in common with you. any of my characters. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Except Adam, because that is an answer that we will accept. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, Miss Marion. Is there any other literary genre you would like to try, other than what you already have your hands in? Erotica. Uh. uh um, science fiction interests me, but I don't think I'd be very good at writing it. Um, I'm likely to jump in and do some less extreme horror at some point. Um, several people have said that the uh, the sort of haunted house books I do are really good until they go off the rails halfway through. 
which is fine. If you don't want to read the splatter, stop buying my stuff that's got extreme horror <laughs> on the front of it. But, right. um, apparently, I, I can write quite a good haunted house uh, until the house starts having sex with the people or whatever. Um, and then after that, people tend to go, well, this isn't my cup of tea. Um, well, you got them in the first half. You got them in the first half. That's yeah, true. That's true. I get half of my KU page reads. Um, <laughs> that's totally my cup of tea. I don't know. Right. Now, now I'm like, which one does this house have sex with people? Yeah, I, I am not opposed to this. Uh, <laughs> you're probably looking, you, you want uh, the breed or mother's home. Mother's Just home. The yeah, they're, they're the two that are the, they're those sort of. Book. Well, I know what I'm nice. doing on my muscle relaxers later. <laughs> well, one of one of uh, one of the people I know uh, put on their review that uh, Mother's Home was Clive Barker meets the Marquis de Sade. <gasps> Lovely. I love the Marquis de Sade. I had okay. to look it up. I, I'm I'm not that literate. I had to look it up. <laughs> oh, I love I love I love the Marquis de Sade. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> I love him. The word sadist comes from his name for fart's sake. Of course I'm going to love right? him. Oh. oh. Okay. I've, I have not circled these and put stars by them at all. have not. I'll get back to you in a few hours. <laughs> now I'm excited. You're all up, right. Christina. Hit him. What is the, your favorite story that you have written? Oh. <sighs> Out of the 500. <laughs> 573 <laughs> that you've written. Um, I quite like the first sick book. That's probably the best one, I think. I, I like the sick book. It, it birthed Alex. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I was holding my head down. He can't see me at all. Um, it's okay. We can hear you. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I like, yeah. I see because I, I I don't really think about what I've done because I haven't got time to. Right. Um, so I uh, I don't I don't know I I Jane Doe I I really like but I haven't read that in eighteen months so it's probably sucked. Um, <laughs> I, I yeah. Um, no, I'm gonna have to go with Alex. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the first sick book. I quite like the third sick book, but I don't think people are gonna to resonate towards it quite as much unless I do some changes. Well, I will get it. Don't you worry about that, good friend. Because <laughs> I gotta have it go with my little stash already. <laughs> her her Eric Moore collection. I do. I <laughs> he's like, Oh, you could pre-order this, and I'm like, oh, yes, I will. <laughs> don't have to tell me twice, good sir. And I thank you for that. (laughs) I thank you for that. I can't help it. Like, because it'll pop up on, you know, it'll either come up on Facebook or it'll hit a notification. And I'm like, right. (laughs) Simple. It's easy. It's like one button I got to push. It's the easiest thing to do. And they're like 90, and they're like 99 cents. So, like, yeah, yeah. I try to keep the price down. So I mean, even even if it's not your cup of tea, before. I I have a book budget every month, so I get let. Oh, there's fat baby. Hello, fat baby. Yes, join the party. Continue. 
continue as she strokes her cat. Again, jokes. Just move on past them. <laughs> jokes on jokes on jokes. It really is. It's low hanging fruit. So I'll just go past it. Well, I have one more question. One more. One more. If you could co-author with anyone living or dead, who would it be? Edward Lee. <gasps> Easy. Oh my God. Easy. Uh, apart from who I'm already co-authoring with. Obviously. Right. I'm, so- I'm sorry for my silence. I know that in the podcast world, silence equals disaster, but I, I had to take a moment. Um, I apologize. <laughs> because I think Edward Lee, like that fits really well. Oh my God, yes. I've just read Family Tradition and I did not see the end coming. And oh my God, that book. I, it's just changed the way I perceive fiction. So, I'm, I'm not taking notes. Leave. I'm not taking notes. <laughs> it's, that's it's, one I haven't read yet from him. It, it's amazing and it's such fun and it's so easy to read. And the twists are I, I can't I can't say anything because you probably want to go and read it. It wouldn't be fun if I told you what happened. I do. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, I'm a i I'm a weirdo. I love spoilers. Oh, I love I'm spoilers. Not I'm not too, oh, it's it's too rude. It's okay. I mean, it's too disgusting. I can't say that. Oh, I'm, now I'm even more excited. <laughs> hang, on, hang on. I'm adding this to my, my wish list right now. What's ah! funny is whenever you see me with a pe- I'm literally taking notes on everything you're saying. Like, I do. I take notes. Because then I've got it right here. And then it'll go out. That's why I have it on the paper. <laughs> You know we're being recorded, don't you? <laughs> I do. But funny story, I don't read, I don't watch these. No, no. You well, don't heard, watch these I've, at all? I don't. I don't watch, I don't watch myself, no. I, I've heard great artists don't watch their own films, so. There you go. Yeah. Wow, I am definitely not. Greatest podcaster alive. <laughs> <laughs> do you listen to them? <laughs> you don't listen to it at all? No. So honestly, like I could be putting anything out here into the you universe. Could. She would yeah. have no idea. <laughs> She'd be like, Christina farts all the time. And I'd be like, well, it's not oh untrue. I have just gained so much more power. You have no idea. <laughs> well, congratulations, Smash Ass. You have successfully survived the test of the Rapid Fire 4. Woohoo! This Woo-hoo. time. <laughs> ash thank you so much for being on here like i don't think you understand how nervous but like super excited we were to have you on uh, believe um, me i'm more nervous i'm sitting in a pile of my own shit oh, oh i'm see i'm just sweating like a hooker so in church so. i'm wearing brown for a reason oh that, <laughs> see that's clever that's clever because when you put it in the laundry you'll forget about it and then there'll be a surprise <laughs> That's true. That's, cool. That's clever. That's clever. Uh, <laughs> well, Ash, love of all my past and current lives, thank you for hanging out with us today. Thank um, you for having me. It's if been the great. People, if the people would like to contact you, where's the best place for them to find you? Uh, Facebook or email. Uh, if you send me a message on Twitter, I'm likely to miss it entirely. 
so yeah, Facebook uh, is is the easiest place to DM me or uh, just send me an email. My, my email address is public. I, I'm quite happy with my email address. Text or anything. So. And just so people know, do you have a place you prefer they purchase your work from? Or would you like to direct them as to the best sources to find your work? If, if it's on uh, Godless, buy it on Godless. Uh, and if it's not on Godless, buy it on Amazon. Because uh, literally, they're the only two places that my books have sale. Apart from if you want to have something signed from me, then just send me a message. I will, I will send it anywhere in the world for actual postage costs. Um, however, it's a bit prohibitive at uh, like twenty twenty five pound a book to post oh, to the US at the moment. Gosh, dang it! That's Especially the worst thing it, about being on different continents. A, a lot yeah. of it is is the hotel prices for Belgium, where apparently everything sits for a week until <laughs> it gets to the US. It gets uh, it gets its own vacation, so you have to pay for its vacation. So if, if you want if you want to read it. Uh, and you want to read the paperback? Yeah, if you're outside of the UK, the best place to buy it is uh, obviously Amazon. Uh, if you're in the UK, uh, then to be honest, there isn't much in it between buying it from Amazon, buying it from me, and you get all sorts of interesting free shit when you buy things from me because oh. I put all sorts of things in the envelope. So if you I- are in the UK, please take advantage of that. Contact him directly and get those books and i swear to god i will not curse you for all of the free goodies and stuff and that you will get. somebody's gonna get backy <gasps> when they buy a seven smalls book because Shut i'm not fucking keeping it uh, that's not fair well <laughs> well i already told him i want a signed copy so it might be mine who knows might have my very own backy because <laughs> I told him, I was like, I don't, I don't give a shit how much the how much the postage is. Like, I gotta have this one. It's gotta sit on my shelf, and not just my Kindle shelf, so I can look at it like digitally. I mean, I'll have both of them, but <laughs> because I have to. It's the principle of. The it's the goddamn principle of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, for more information on Ash Eric Moore's full bibliography, please refer to today's show notes, or come join us on the Mothers of Mayhem official Facebook group. Ash is a member, and so you can chat him up there as well. We do have a merch store now. The link for that can be found on my personal link tree or through our pinned posts on the FB group. I am popping new designs on there all the time, and any revenue we earn automatically goes back to improving the quality of what we are bringing you every other week, plus our um, our new projects, which are the... Um, intimate chat with mom projects christina's doing the one-on-one interviews i'm going to be starting a series of panel discussions that i'm really excited about you can find the links to our various social media accounts in our show bio as always please send your questions comments and most especially all of your brilliant insults to our email address mom extreme podcast at gmail.com that is m.o.m.extreme podcast at gmail.com and do not forget to send your dildos to christina this is very, please don't. very important please, please don't no please you don't must and if you need her mailing address just dm me i will give up please that don't. information in a fucking heartbeat right. <laughs> thank you military base always. 
give a huge thank you to singer-songwriter Amigo the Devil for allowing us to use his song Hungover in Jonestown as our theme. I told you on the last episode you should be listening to Amigo the Devil if you are an extreme horror fan. And if you have not yet followed my instructions to do so, I don't know where you got the goddamn audacity to defy me. So do it. Mama C, who do we have coming to hang out with us on our next episode? We have the one and only Drew Stepik. <gasps> Drew Stepik, the father yes. of what? The father of what, Christina? Of Godless. Godless.com. And basically, that makes him the father of Mothers of Mayhem. Because if it was not for Godless, Christina and I never would have found each other. We never nope. would have found Ash. All no. of these things. So we, to we would have never found to drew we have so much to be thankful for and so much to talk about oh so my much god to talk about. yes so we'll finally get a chance to chat with him thank you again ash we just love you to pieces we are avid um eric morian yes yes scholars here like we said this is a cult that i am so into <laughs> she's ready to be sacrificed i'm ready so to take up donations okay. <laughs> just take me the fuck out i am (laughs) (laughs) all right until next time go raise some hell children make your weird book mommies proud Bye.